Welcome back to another episode of the SRB podcast. My name is Kayla McFadden up. Carver. As my name is Kayla McFadden Carver. As always, joining me, unfortunately, as always, is Alex Hicks. Hicks, how are you doing today? Fucking hurting. I'm fucking hurting. And that's okay. all from Alex today. Yeah, um, all... <laughs> <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> No, I'm hurting pretty bad. You know what? I just got back from my first baseball game of the season and yep. first at bat in two years. First, let's say I took a two year break off baseball just because we didn't have a team. Now I'm playing playing a different team, playing with a different team somewhere else. Oh my god. First first pitch, first at bat in two years. Two years. Buddy hits me right in the leg. Two years hits me straight in the leg with the first pitch. You're paralyzed. The first fucking pitch. Dude, I'm picturing in my head you running into this ball so fucking hard. Like, this pitch was so in the middle of the strike zone, and you threw your leg up and just took it. No, I didn't. I I, I hate getting hit by pitches. I I would never, ever force myself to get hit by a pitch. Not even to to get on base? Your on-base percentage would be out of of this world. Man, I always wonder that. I try and get out. Like, getting hit with a pitch would be one of the worst fucking pains. I never played baseball. Not a big baseball guy. Getting hit with a fucking pitch would suck. So I, I'm sorry to hear that, man. I genuinely am. You've been like in the, a, league I, the league I play in, like I said, the league that I play in, we're not playing MLB pitches, but this guy was throwing high 70s, so it still oh, fucking you, hurt. You had a fucking speedometer there. He's probably throwing legitimately. Well, you can just kind of. He's probably legitimately throwing 35. <laughs> No, he's not. I throw faster than 35. He was throwing 12. I think you would throw faster than 35. Probably. He's throwing 12. He's lobbing it at yeah, me. It's a, it's a slow pitch game. <laughs> I got hit yeah. with a fucking pitch. My leg hurts so yeah. much right now. Um, No, that's... He put backspin on it. He fucking... put, put a backspin. I missed it. Like, it's just... It's a shitty day. Um, You've kind of been having a shitty go of things because I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I have what's it? No, it's because I haven't said it yet. I haven't said it yet. You've been having a shitty go of things, but I don't want to get into this. I don't want to get into this right off the bat. Okay, okay, that's fair. What, what Hicks? You know what? Because you've been having a shitty go of things. What do you want to talk about? What's on your mind, man? Let me pick your brain. What's on my mind? I don't know. The fact that the Montreal Canadiens are apparently unstoppable apparently in the NHL the right best now, team and everyone in the NHL, like by far. Uh, like I can't. If I couldn't even name one player off their team outside of Carey if Price. You, outside of Carey Price, that's it. Like who knew that Tyler Toffoli and Jasperi Kokanami, who was I think was scratched the very first game yep. of the playoffs, would be carrying this team to. Fucking well, Suzuki. What they've carried Suzuki, them to. Suzuki, Cole Caulfield, like Eric Stahl, Corey Perry. Is is there a player on that team other than Joel Armia who's over six feet? I on, on forward. Who's playing forward? Eric Stahl. I think he's pretty tall. He's plays on the fourth line. Sees six minutes. A and game. guess what? He's. And I guess can't what? believe he's it. better than any other team in the playoffs. First liner somehow. Like, it's fucking insane how this... And Corey Perry, too. Like, this guy's just a Corey monster. Corey Perry went on a run fucking, with the Stars last year, too. Yeah, he did. And then, they lost, but, I mean, is put, Corey put on Perry waiver. the best, the best the hockey player to ever play? Is Corey Perry is Corey the guy? Gretzky? Is, is Corey Perry Gretzky in disguise? We, I've never seen them in the same room. 
doesn't mean they haven't been in the same room. I've never seen it. And Gretzky just did leave the Edmonton Oilers organization. And he's going on uh he's going on TNT. TNT. He's gonna be the star NHL analyst. What do you think about that? I've been listening to some podcasts. I it's some interesting takes, and I think it's one of those things, man, where it's like you need to get a guy who wasn't a goon, because there's a lot of goons that talk about hockey. And you need to they suck, they suck. But you need to get a guy <laughs> Hey, Wayne Gretzky, greatest one of the best athletes ever. Um yeah. not that captivating of a guy. <laughs> Well, this is what I'll say about it. I hope he has a better TV career than he did as a coach. Well, it's it's like you can't. How do how does Wayne Gretzky? How does Wayne Gretzky coach a team? Oh, hey, you know when you guys are behind the net, they just orchestrate it like a fucking quarterback, and everyone's like, "We can't do that, Wayne. We don't know how." (laughs) We we've talked about this before in our show of how Wayne Gretzky would not be a good coach. Same with Connor McDavid. Both of them just would be a good coach. You can't because you're gonna try and coach them how you yes. see the game, but there's no one else in the NHL or who has played in the NHL can, that no sees one the can game see like, it you. like you do. Like that's like if Mario Lemieux tried to coach. He's like, oh, he's like, okay, hey, how come I have no six foot six, two hundred and thirty pound forwards who can skate like figure skaters in 1990? What the hell? And why aren't why, why aren't you guys like dangling through legs? He's I don't like, get he's what's like going Mario, on. we're getting you know we're we're being hooked by seventeen defenders. And he's like, and why aren't you? he's like, oh, just put yeah, it through the stick, put your or put it through the skates, put your stick over their head, go back through that. Everyone's like, we you can't teach what comes naturally to you, like, <laughs> and so I just I don't know how he's gonna un, unless the um like they I don't know if the, holy fuck let's go. Holy shit! Are you still having your stroke or something? Like, oh my fuck! It sounded like you were hey, me there. We've for a been second. talking about two different players for the last six minutes here. I'm talking about Gretzky. You're talking about fucking Gretzky, all right? So let's just. You want to take shots? I'll come right back. You <laughs> yeah, take I shots, do want to fucking I will take come shots. Right back. Okay, I will take shots. Speaking of taking shots, I think I don't know if they're gonna take or bring on somebody else to talk with Wayne Gretzky, or is it just gonna be him? They're gonna bring on Don Cherry. Oh fuck. No one to harness him in. Wayne's too quiet of a person. Yeah. But Don Cherry's just going to get, the problem is with the lease here. There's not enough tough yeah. guys. Yeah, they got they got no kids from Sudbury, Ontario on their team. Yeah, and Wayne's just sitting there. He's like, well, you know, Don, I think that's an interesting point. Too many Europeans on that fucking team. Yeah, Europeans what are, you? are pretty good hockey players, too. Too many Russians. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, no, I would make a team of kids from yeah. Sudbury, Ontario, and Burnaby, BC. Okay? Dad, you actually have a wickedly good Don Cherry impression. <laughs> yeah, because I actually fucking love Don Cherry. I've watched, like, every single Rock'em Sock'em video. Oh, yeah. I used to have the VHS tapes of those. Oh, same, man. Oh, Rock'em Sock'em 9. No, Rock'em Sock'em 8 was the best Rock'em Sock'em he ever made. By far. Dude, I'm just going to say this, okay? That might be the coldest take ever, because I don't think anyone's going to be like, fuck you, Alex, Rock'em Sock'em 6 <laughs> was better. I don't think no, there's anyone saying that, but that is funny that you that <laughs> that you just came out <laughs> guns blazing for Rock'em Sock'em 8. Rock'em Sock'em 8 was the year that... <laughs> Rock'em Sock'em 8 by Don Cherry is the greatest piece of media ever created. 
It is. It is. Jesus. And I'll tell you why. It was made in 1996 after the 1996 NHL hockey season. And that's when the almighty Colorado Avalanche won the Stanley Cup. Right. And he praised them so much. It was just amazing. So it's bias. Okay? It's bias. No, it's not bias. It, it, there's you a just lot of described them as the almighty. Dude, I think that's bias. <laughs> okay, but you know what? You brought them up. No, and so no. Transition no. is happening. Speaking of the Colorado Avalanche, what the hell happened? Hicks, I'm going to give my thoughts. I'm going to let you get prepared. <clears throat> I had the Avs going deep in this playoffs. They were electric. Nathan McKinnon is the best player nobody talks about. He's If Connor McDavid didn't play hockey, Nathan McKinnon's the guy everyone's talking about. When you watch him skate, you watch him play, he looks like he makes everyone look like they're wearing weights. Like he looks like he the laws of physics and gravity don't apply to him. He's just going through everybody a million miles an hour. Can handle the puck fantastic. Excellent. Rantanen, big bodied guy. Landeskog, consummate leader. Okay. What's his name in the back end? Kale. McCarr. McCarr. I was going to say Hekar. Sorry. It's just haven't seen him on TV for a while. Uh, Kale McCarr. Stud. Young stud. Okay. This team was stacked. The only problem was they weren't very. They, hey, this isn't even a shot. They just didn't have a lot of depth. Okay. And it was really going to be a test of their. Of between the pipes. <laughs> How are we going to hold up? And as it turns out, Vegas, once you shut down that Ranton line and the McKinnon line, can Colorado still do it? And it turns out they could not. And with that, those are my thoughts. They were such an exciting team. Disappointing end for sure. I wanted to see them in the finals. As much as I fucking despise you as a human being... I wanted to see them in the finals as bad as you did. I think they're so exciting. They're going to be great. They're going to bounce back. They're going to get their wins. They're going to get their cups in the next couple of years. They're built for to last. But with all that being said, I will turn the floor over to Hicks. And Hicks, what are your thoughts? Do you want me to be professional or do you want me to be Hicks? Uh, I want the most authentic version of you possible. Give it to me. Holy fuck. Okay. I don't... Here's my problem. <clears throat> and I'm, I'm adjusting how I sit right now. I'm adjusting my camera. Yeah. Because it's about to go fucking down. It's about to you. go down. I believe you. For the fact that Colorado could not win in Vegas' building the first two games. It couldn't even amass 20 shots a game, basically. Turn the tides. Grubauer was as good as he could be during those fucking games. Colorado just... I feel like they ordered a bunch of strippers and we got fucked up all night the night before the fucking game. It was inc- it was it was so bad to watch. It was it was so messed up. They come back to Colorado. They're up two. They're up two nothing in the third period. Fucking cats in the bag. Wrap it up. Let's get out of here. Lo and behold, 
the guy who I thought would be a great addition to this team, and he still is, and what I'm going to say about him is not anything to his character, but he uh, he had the puck on the boards in his own zone. He passes it up the middle, gets intercepted. They go down, score 2-1. Okay. 2-1. You still got the lead. Linus Gog. Captain, like you said, great captain. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, sure. I'm sure he's a fucking great pers- personality. This guy fucking passes it across the ice when he's leading 2-1 in the third period. Intercepted, they go down on a fucking 3-on-1 and score. It, they don't know how to play with a lead. Grubauer, again, played great. We go back to Vegas, must win. We get the first goal in like a minute 30. I think it was a minute 30. McKinnon gets the assist. He's back, baby. Fucking everything's going Holy shit, we should have put in fucking me in net. We would have had a better chance of winning that fucking game. I could not believe it than that the first goal where he's still looking in the corner and the puck's at the blue line, you're in the you're in the playoffs, man. That can't happen. That cannot happen. I'm sorry. I've never played in NHL playoffs before, but I know personally that that can't fucking happen. Where you don't know where the puck is as a goalie when you're not being screened. Where you're not being screened. You don't even know where the puck is, man. Get your fucking head into it. And as soon as that goal happened, I fucking, I, I put my head down and I was like, I will never ever be, never give the avalanche, like, I would never tell them that they're out. Like, they're out of the game. Right at that moment, I just fucking knew they were out. There's just no way Grubauer's going to bounce back from that in the most important game he's ever played in his life, and he fucking lets in a goal like that. There's no way he's bouncing back from that. Colorado scored as many goals as they could to keep up with Vegas after that. 14 shots on net for Vegas, four goals. What do you do as a team? You're pl- and you're out shooting them 24 to 14, and you're losing 4-3. Hey, there's it was. <clears throat> Thank you for that. Thank you. That was that was you. That was authentic. Uh, it was tough. But after the game is when a lot of the stories start to happen. McKinnon comes out, says, been in the league nine years, haven't won shit. And everyone is going crazy. Oh, McKinnon wants out. McKinnon wants out. He's going to get traded. He's going to get traded. You know, that is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Dude, if you just left the playoffs for the fucking how many years, you'd be pretty chapped too. And, And you'd be like, well, how do you feel? Been in the league nine years, haven't won anything. How do you think I feel? Like he's just yeah. giving you he's giving you just a heat of the moment real response. He those questions that they asked him were they first time reporters? That was a, like, that was a, that was a dog shit presser. That was the worst press conference I've ever heard in my life. They were just like, So uh what do you think about that loss? It's like what the fuck do you think he thinks about oh, I thought that it was pretty loss? fucking great actually. I thought it built yeah. a lot of character in the locker room. No, I'm pretty chapped yeah. actually. It was so fucking ridiculous. Like, he shouldn't have came out. He should have just came out and said, if you guys are going to ask fucking stupid questions, one question, and it's stupid, I'm fucking out of here. Like, he should have taken the fine and just left. What'd you say? He should have just taken the fine and left. Oh, fuck, I would have. Fuck that. Well, what's the one reporter... What's the one reporter ask him? I... So I know this... I don't know this reporter, but I follow him on Twitter, and he's actually a very well-known, well-respected reporter. He's been reporting the Avs since they... 1996, when they moved to Colorado. After Rock'em Sock'em 8. Yeah, after Rock'em... No, before Rock'em Sock'em 8. Oh, my Um, God. He's pre-Rock'em Sock'em 8? Pre-Rock'em Sock'em 8. Actually, we're going to refer to everything on this podcast now as... Post-Rock'em Sock'em 8. And during. Pre-during post. Yeah. Okay. So this is he was following the Avs post Rock'em Sock'em 8. Pre. Pre. 
Rock and Sock Mate. Now this we're talking about we're we're talking about post Rock and Sock Mate yeah. now. Uh, his question to McKinnon was like, "At what point do you guys just say fuck it and just just do and it?" And that's not and that's not us <laughs> bullshitting this question. He said like, he said like, "At what point do you say fuck it and just do it?" What do you say to that, dude? (laughs) Hicks, imagine you just, okay, you just lost. Well, this is going to be very easy for you because you feel like you're part of the team. I would have ripped that computer right apart if he said that to (laughs) me. I would have grabbed that laptop and just snapped it in half and walked off the field. At what point do you say fuck it and do it? What are you talking about, idiot? Yeah. And then he tried to, like, on Twitter, I was was kind of following him as he was doing that. Like, I was, like, looking at his tweets, and he was like, I was trying to be sympathetic to Nate and just be like, hey, like. And I was like, well, man, you did a terrible job. Hey, dude, you did a fucking (laughs) piss poor job. It came off as one of the dumbest questions I've heard in a while. Yeah. At what point do you guys just say, fuck it, and just win? (laughs) Well, Well, good question, man, actually. Yeah, Yeah. And, and Nate responded perfectly to it. He was just like, what the f- What? Next question. Next question. And he was just like, what the f- Yeah. What am I doing well, here? Like, I what said, the fuck? I wonder if it's one of those things, too, where he hears the reporter it's coming from, and he's like, oh, okay. You know, usually he's a pretty good reporter. Know him. He's been in the building a long yeah. time. All right, cool. And then he gives you that. You're like, <laughs> that question coming from you? Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Next year, Jared Bednar comes out next year, and he's like, all right, boys, fuck it. We're just going to win. <laughs> oh, why didn't we try this last year? Yeah, I thought we had to, like, lose yeah. and then no, win. No, no, and... boys. You just say fuck it and do it. Yeah, just fuck it and do it. So the Avs probably going to be selling the team, right? No. God, no. Oh. And, and, you, and all the people telling me that uh, they're going to get a new head. No. New and, head and coach. Everyone new t- head coach, probably. Man, the amount of people that are saying it's time for Bednar to leave. I guys, can't guys it. done a pretty good job since he's been there. John Cooper, coach of the Tampa Bay Lightning. How long was he the coach of that team where they went to playoff after playoff after playoff, one final playoff after playoff of losing, losing. They just kept losing. They couldn't find they were best team in the league and they kept losing. Yep. And then one year they finally got their fucking cup and this year they're on another cup run. Is okay, so Montreal heater. Montreal heater. Is there anyone that can stop the Lightning? Fuck, I don't know. Like these, these, this playoffs is so random. Yeah, nothing. It feels like somehow every dog has won. Like it feels yeah. like no favorite. Even the Lightning, you, I doubted them. I, I had my, I was like, you know what? Maybe a cup hangover, or maybe like they'll teams will put up more of a fight. No, Tampa Bay yeah. looks like they're just gonna roll right to the cup again. They they look as good as they ever did, and but then you just look at Montreal. It's like fuck. Is this a Cinderella story year? Like Could is be. this year Could be. a Cinderella story? You know, COVID's done. Not COVID. Not COVID's not done. Yeah. But you know, it's a COVID year. Yeah. It was a tough year. A lot of cancellations, and then this team out of the shit abyss that they were in comes out with Carey Price, and they just go on this miraculous run down three one to the Maple Leafs. Fuck them. Fuck them. They're done. Sweep the Winnipeg Jets, gone. Get me out into the real, the real NHL now. Let's see how they do. I'm so, I'm so excited to watch this team. Like man, that. they're they're right now. If you're a hockey fan, 
if you're even remotely hockey fan, even if you're not, I'd say the Montreal Canadiens right now are must-see TV. They are fun oh. to fucking watch. And, like, you know, I was thinking about it. Are there – name other guys – in the league more deserving of a cup than Carey Price. He has been an MVP of the league as a goalie on teams that have had nothing in front of him. He's There's been quite a few seasons. He's might be the only reason the Canadians didn't go 0-82. And right now he's playing out of his damn mind. And and the, the team in front of him is playing up to his level. Like, guys, they are playing way above their expectations right now. The Canadians have had fucking teams that have been a hundred percent better than this team would ever amount to. They they used to have PK Subban in PK Subban's prime. They used to have Max Pacioretty. Like you think about what they've lost and what they've gained. They've literally fucked this team to try and rebuild. And this team's like, fuck you. We got Carey Price. We can do fucking anything. And We're going to the cup, baby. Cole Caulfield's like, yeah, I'll just be the best fucking young player in the playoffs right now. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I'm 5'7". I'm Whatever. I don't yeah, care. I'll fucking go snips. What's his name? Goals. Suzuki? Fucking David Suzuki out there. Just absolutely lighting the lamp. Eric Stahl, Corey Perry having a resurgence. Corey Perry just carrying teams to cup <laughs> yeah. finals, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Apparently this guy is what you need on your fucking team to go... <laughs> He will do anything and anything, and I mean anything. Anything to get there. Now, <laughs> does that mean he will knock out John Tavares? <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. But. But. He will do that too. Do anything. <laughs> I'm not saying that he intentionally did that to get to the cup final. I'm just saying he'll do anything. <laughs> <laughs> his, his agent will be like. He'll do anything. He'll do anything. Okay, yeah, but he probably wouldn't need John Tavares in the skull knocking him unconscious, right? He'll anything. do anything. Let me put that, me put that in, in, anything. in bold. Fucking put it in the paper. <laughs> Corey Perry we'll do, do anything. anything. <laughs> right next to John Tavares in a stretcher. Yeah. Ah, so bad taste. But make no mistake, Buffalo, that doesn't mean go and get Corey Perry. Just, yeah, I okay, just, Buffalo. I just yeah. feel like that needs to be out there, okay? <laughs> that has to be out there. Buffalo, Corey Perry is not your guy to get right now. Just, uh, <laughs> just leave Corey Perry alone, okay? But then, but then, who the fuck knows? He'll do anything. Do you mind if Corey Perry went to the Sabres and the Sabres became a wagon? They got rid of Jack Eichel, but they got traded him for Corey Perry. Fucking becomes a wagon. Just straight up one for one. <laughs> Eichel for Corey Perry. Oh, man. Do you think Eichel's gone, though? I think Eichel for sure is gone. <clears throat> I just think it's one of those things where it's tough to repair that relationship because he's been in the league same time as McDavid. Okay? He's no... And they both have had shit careers. They both have had <laughs> shit careers in terms of how good they are. Eichel's had maybe the worst start to a career <laughs> for such a talented player. Like, bro, how can you actually be like, I love this team? He's come out and been like, yeah, fucking trade me. I never want to play for this team again. But they, I don't think they do trade him. Like, you don't think this so? This year is a, it's, it's a weak draft class this year. And not anything to anybody getting drafted this year. That's just what everyone is saying. That it hey, is a anyone weak getting draft. drafted? <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, fuck it. You're weak, all right? You're not going to mount anything in the NHL. Uh, like why a, can't you guys be Connor McDavid and Jack Eichel, you know? Yeah, but I'm just saying, this year weaker, is considered a week. Well, I think it's because there's no top prospects. Like, this guy I, has to go one. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, okay? But, 
but you fucking suck. Okay. You guys suck. Honestly, cancel the draft. Yeah, this year is not going to count. You guys are all undrafted free agents. We're not picking. Okay. How about the Arizona Coyotes this year with their draft picks? What about them? Yeah, they don't have any. They have none. How many do they, they have? Uh, they have none. They, they actually uh, have zero, right? They have zero because they broke the uh, conditioning rules where they were conditioning players yeah. outside of the NHL yeah. and testing them. I wasn't sure if they, they got had, caught. Wasn't sure if they had like one or two. No, they don't have any. They literally. But hey, hey, this, this is the year to have zero picks. <laughs> Apparently, but that's going to suck. <laughs> Not saying anything, but hey, I mean, teams that have seven picks might as well have zero picks because this draft class sucks, apparently. You'd imagine trying to draft with a trade with a team. They're like, oh, Arizona, can we have your uh, first round pick if we trade you this guy? See, um, you could, <laughs> except for we don't have it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what about your second? We want to move up and get. Uh, No, not, not no. there either. Third? Who'd you guys trade for first and second round draft pick? Oh, um, <laughs> no one. Um, <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Oh, you guys traded for other draft picks? Yeah. Like you? Nope. Nope. We were conditioning <laughs> players outside the league. And we got caught. And we got So we don't have any draft picks. Um, we'll get any draft picks. But hey, kind of a win win because they probably would have all been busts, anyways. Yeah. Uh, Arizona does not have a track record of being a very good drafting team. A lot of teams have this track record of not being good at drafting players. There's a handful of franchises, it feels like, that consistently hit on draft picks. And there's a barrel full of teams that <laughs> consistently don't hit on draft picks, it feels like. Like, the Florida Panthers. When's the last time a draft pick, other than Jonathan Herbido and Alex Barkov, have really hit it off for them? Like, Ekblad, what did he, was he number one? Yeah, he was number one. Um, Columbus, Rick Nash... There's a couple of teams out there who just have trouble uh, drafting. Just it, it feels like certain teams draft every player in the league, and then eventually they just get traded to different teams. Yeah, they get dispersed, <laughs> right? They, they're like, it's like, okay, you know, we'll have the Avs. Avs are always really good at drafting. We'll have, yeah. like, Pittsburgh's good at drafting. We'll have, okay, Pittsburgh. Um, okay, and then we'll also get... Um, Oh, the Oilers? You're fantastic at drafting. <laughs> Problem is, the players you draft don't want to play for you, and they suck at Edmonton. Okay, hang and on. And they win. Is Edmonton? They win MVPs everywhere else. <laughs> is is Edmonton good at drafting? Is, Edmonton, at is dra- Edmonton good at drafting? Question of the day. Sorry, Edmonton. Are you guys Are good, you at, good drafting? at drafting? I can't tell. Yeah, so you draft McDavid. Obviously, it's a no-brainer. If you would have drafted Eichel over McDavid. (laughs) Okay, how come I feel like for some reason, if they would have drafted Eichel over McDavid, it would have been like, what the fuck? But I feel like if they would have drafted Eichel over McDavid, imagine if they won like three cups. (laughs) And then McDavid stuck at Buffalo. Yeah, like only in Edmonton would that ever work. But so like... The question is, are they good at drafting? So we could look at their 18 draft, first overall draft picks they had in the last 18 years. Yep. And uh, we got Taylor Hall, we got Jordan Everly, we got Nuge, we got Yakupov, we got, we got uh, McDavid. McDavid. Dry Settle's a first, was, no, he's a second round, right? Yeah, he's, he's second round, I think. And then Jesse Puhuyarvi was fourth overall. Now, they hit a Eberle, lo- on a lot Eberle of those. Was first round, but he wasn't first overall. No, I'm just taking their first rounds, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But they're high picks. They're not low picks. They're high picks. That they they have hit on a couple of them, 
But they also haven't hit on a lot of them. And, like, which... Okay, so we've talked about them before. We've buried them before on this show. Yeah, Kapow. I like burying them, though. I Dude, it's kind of fun to bury people because we'll never reach that level of success. Exactly. But it's just, like... From down here, I would have done better. It's so easy to be like, "Hey, fuck you guys up there." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, <clears throat> did Neil Yakupov? Right, he was a bust in the NHL. He's also a bust in the KHL. Right. So just fantastic junior career couldn't translate it to the pros. No. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nuge, good player. Good player. Yeah. First overall? No. Who was out of, who was out of Nuge's draft class? Do you remember? Fuck, I don't know. Was that 2000? Was that 2000? 2012? That sounds... No, that was not <clears throat> Maybe 2013. Here. No, that was Nathan McKinnon. Was first oh, 11. 11. I'll look it up. Oh. I'll look it up. And we'll go through. 2000, are you sure it was 2011? Yeah. Oh! No. Okay. Ready for this, dude? Oh, okay. boy. <clears throat> so, first overall pick, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Okay, what year was it, though? 2011. Oh, it was? Okay. That's a fucking long time ago, huh? That's 10 years ago. This guy's been playing in the NHL for fucking 10 years. Do you know who else has been playing in the NHL for 10 years? The number two overall pick, Gabriel Landeskog. Oh, boy. Okay. Number, th- oh, number no. three overall pick, Jonathan Huberdeau. Okay. Okay. You know, both those players are better than Nugent Hopkins. Yeah. Adam Larson went four. And he... We, we we don't like to talk about Adam Larson on this show. Uh, Dude, we don't like to talk about a lot of people on this show. Ryan Strom, Mika Zabinijad, Mark Shifley, Sean Couturier, Doogie Hamilton, Jonas Brodeen. Did you still say... Hang on. I, I recognize what I said. I said Doogie, and I don't know why. Oh, yeah, you said fucking Doogie Hamilton. Well, no, that's because... Um, I saw because his name's Dougie. No, 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 no. I saw somebody. What word is Doogie? What are you? What are you? Are you tra- trying to talk about Boogie? No, no, no. no. I had Nugent Hopkins and Dougie Hamilton, and my brain just said fucking Doogie, like Nuge, Nuge. Don't act like I'm the <laughs> asshole pronouncing no, things. No, okay, let's 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 take. Yeah, but you're supposed to be good at it. Remember that's what true, we said? That's true. Okay, okay. I'm allowed, Dougie, I'm allowed Dougie to mess Hamilton. up. Dougie Hamilton. Yeah, but you said Doogie. I did say Doogie, but that's because I was thinking about Ryan Nugent Hopkins. You fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> point is, point is, okay, so look at that top ten. Nuge, Landis Cog, Huberdeau, Larson, Stroms, the Benajad, Shifley, Couturier, Hamilton, Brodeen. All of those players are better than uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. It's tough. and But uh, coming out of the juniors, Nuge was a stud. He was. Oh. It's hard to talk about Edmonton. We've talked about them so much, and I'm, I'm sure our listeners are probably like, do you guys only just trash the Oilers? And yes, we do, because, because they're the easiest team to trash. Well, they are. It's okay, So it's low-hanging fruit for us, but also the sheer volume of people in our immediate circles that every year is the Oilers' year. Yeah. It, hey, guess what? It's never going to be your year. Yeah. The way you're going right now, it's never going to be your year. Like, there's there's, there's no chance in hell unless you have – Mike Smith has a breakout fucking season next year and Miko Koskinen is the greatest backup of all time. You're not going to have a fucking successful year. You guys Sorry. do not have any depth. No. It's it's the problem with the 
Avalanche. No, okay. The problem with the Avalanche what? is that their depth, their depth scoring. Kadri was out on a ridiculous suspension. Okay, we here we that. go. Here we go. Defending the shithead. Nazem Kadri is Rafi Torres incarnate. Okay, according, and I've said this before in the last two episodes, according to the I don't NHL, want to fucking hear. He's not technically a repeat offender. Guess what? It's Nazem Kadri. We all know about him. I don't care if you don't if you know about him. According to the rule book, he is not a repeat offender. Son of a bitch. <laughs> NHL so how can you give up rules because this guy will not <laughs> let it go. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet this out. And be is like, Kadri was Nazem Kadri the reason you guys lost. Well, I'm not saying it's the reason. I'm just saying he could have helped. Oh, with totally. A, uh, yeah, yeah. He he wasn't a, he was a repeat def- 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 offender. He would have definitely fucking helped you guys. Um. <laughs> now there's a guy who'll do anything. That guy will do anything. <laughs> And he will come out and say, yeah, I'll knee whoever you need me to knee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're talking to the media right now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, no, I know. I know. Dude, spear, <laughs> hooking, yeah. slashing, high stick, you, you name it. Yeah, you just tell me what to do. I'll do it. I don't care. He's... <laughs> Dude, do you know what get... Do you know what my favorite gif of all time? 100% legit. The Phil Kessel where he, sl- he just takes his stick with two hands at the butt of it and just starts using it as a machete. That might be my favorite <laughs> clip ever. It was John Scott like trying to fight him? Yeah, like I don't I think, think he was he, actually trying to fight him. I don't, oh, he I, was? I think he dropped the gloves, didn't he? And then Phil Kessel's like, and no. Kessel's just using a weapon? <laughs> Get away from me! Dude, like he had a golf club. <laughs> What are you doing? Like, just skate away from him. You don't. You're you're probably faster than John Scott. I don't think you have to sit there and just try and break his ankle. Let's fill the thrill, baby. And then and then he, John Scott got into a scrum with other t- other players, and he was still skating around trying to fucking break his ankle. <laughs> he wasn't even concentrated on Phil oh, Kessel no, anymore. He had other guys Phil Kessel was behind him trying to whack his yeah. Achilles tendon. And obviously he's not that good at slashing because he didn't fucking even do anything to him. Well, also, John Scott probably has, I mean, his his shins and calves are probably that of, like, fire hydrants. You know that guy at one point on the video game NHL was an 80 overall? Wild. This is a little fun fact for you. Man, like, could you imagine if Phil Kessel took his stick and with two hands, like, slashed... John Scott in the ankle, and his composite stick snapped clean in two pieces. That would have been electrifying. Yeah. And then fucking Phil tried to use the stick to stab him to death. Like, I don't know what the fuck he was trying to accomplish. He was trying to accomplish doing something. He's trying so to paralyze he, John Scott. Yeah, so that was the craziest thing I ever witnessed. If, if Phil Kessel, if you're listening, come on the show. Yeah, first off, come on the show, and that's my first question to you. But that is my very, what very was the first goal? question. Yeah, please Could tell you imagine me if he, what if you... he just chopped John Scott down to where John Scott's on his knees and just started feeding him shots. <laughs> yeah, just... he's like, guys, I beat the shit out of John Scott in a fight. They're like, no, you didn't. Phil, you fucking, <laughs> you broke your stick over his fucking ankle, and then you... yeah. Okay, so point of what we're trying to say with John Scott, and Bill Kessel, Edmonton isn't good at drafting. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So Everton is not good at drafting. Um, and I think this is, I mean, this might be a little bit of an unfair criticism, but Edmonton, it seems like they always get the draft years where there's a consensus number one overall pick. So it's like they take the way out where it's like no one can be mad at you if you take that player because it was obvious. 
Yeah. But at the same time, could you imagine, okay, draft day. Hicks, Hicks, all right? It's draft day. You're the Edmonton Oilers, okay? <clears throat> Number one overall pick. That's exactly what they probably look like in their fucking... <laughs> you guys can't see him. He's got his hat to the side. He just looks like the Edmonton Oilers. Undone, unprofessional. So, Oilers sitting in there. It's 2015 draft day, okay? There's one player you draft, all right? There's a consensus. The next Jesus Christ. Who are you guys taking? It's obvious. Then all of a sudden, bring, 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 <laughs> the phone rings. You know, it's, let's say, I don't even know, Detroit. Okay. And they say, what do you want? You can take, we'll give you our first, our second, and we'll give you our first and second next year. We'll give you, I mean, who at the time was on the roster still? Jimmy Howard. We'll give you Jimmy Howard. You have some Dylan Larkin. Dylan Larkin. We uh, Tyler Tyler Toffoli was he on that team still? Maybe. But you see what I'm saying, right? Like a team like yeah. gives you. Hey, we want McDavid. That number one overall pick is gold. It's lick. It's gold. It's not even gold. It's literally like an asteroid that is so rare yeah. that if you catch that asteroid, you're a billionaire. It's like yeah, one of those asteroids you see in the news. It's like oh, that asteroid's worth like ten quadrillion dollars. It's that asteroid. Yeah. It's like in the and Edmonton, it's like in the NFL the Trevor Lawrence pick coming out or Andrew Luck. It's like this generational yeah. pick. So if they would have got, uh, did they get phone calls for that pick? Like, fuck no. You think a team was trying to trade up in the draft from Edmonton's draft pick? If I was a GM of any other team, I would have tried because I know Peter Shirelli is famous for tra- for trading, <laughs> trading, trading those types of things away for. You know, <laughs> not great return, <laughs> but no, no one was no, and no one in the right mind was thought like, oh, Edmonton might trade the no. They had Jack Eichel or fucking Connor McDavid to draft. Yeah, I just think like, but if if I was running Edmonton, I would have traded that pick, hundred percent. No, you wouldn't. Have. I think, no, dude. I think hundred. No, you. Wouldn't. I, okay, dude. This is where this is the thing where it comes up where it says you would take a punch from fucking what's his nuts Floyd Mayweather for five hundred dollars. Yes, it, it, it's the exact same thing. Yes, and so you're telling me that you would trade away the Connor McDavid pick for a haul. for what reason? For a haul. What reason? Yeah, what 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 haul is better than McDavid? Depth. You just said it. They have no depth. <laughs> okay, but then you don't have a superstar. Then you have lots of depth, but you don't have anyone to take that team to the next level. We'd still get theoretically in this. You, we'd still get Drysaitel. There, boom, top line center. That's my superstar. Yeah, but you would have traded him too, probably, because you're fucking stupid. Okay, see, this is no, this is no, no. no, no, no. I didn't say. I didn't say. I didn't say I'd trade Drysaitel. I would have traded that number one overall pick. It's worth. But do you draft Drysaitel now? Now, think about this. Now, you've changed the universe, so now you don't draft Well, if we're going by that, yeah, the NHL gets bought out by the KHL. There's one (laughs) Super League. I'm not saying that. I'm saying hindsight's 20-20, obviously. But... So then... It's like... You don't trade the pick. I'm sorry. You never trade the pick. That's like saying Wayne Gretzky's getting redrafted to the NHL at his prime, and Carver has the fucking first overall pick, and he's like... Uh, who wants this pick? It's up. It's on my block. It's on my block. Has it worked out for the Oilers? No, because they've been dumb about it. They haven't. Oh, they okay. haven't helped him. They, they haven't helped him with what? 
depth. Wait, yeah. Okay, <laughs> trade dry saddle then. Just trade dry saddle okay, and get depth. But you get more for McDavid. You get more for that number one overall pick. Because as soon as he comes in the league, what happens? He gets fucking run into the boards and blows out his shoulder against Philly. <laughs> that doesn't matter. You get rid of Drysaddle then, who's now proved himself. You trade him now. You get a hall of depth players in. You maybe get a goalie okay, okay, or okay, a wait, prospect. Okay. In modern day, yeah, you trade Drysaddle. Yeah. Okay, if I'm going back, I'm trading that number one overall pick. No, you're not. Yes, Shut I fucking fuck am. <laughs> no, you're not. No, no here's, the, here's the thing. You might not agree with it, but that's what I would do. <laughs> but you're supposed to build around them, though. You're supposed to build, and they haven't done that. They haven't built around them. You see what Colorado's done? They built around Linus Gog, McKinnon, and Randy. Are they in the finals? Shut the fuck no, up. No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Listen to me, oh listen to me, listen to me. Fucking God, you just, I, I want to fucking kill you. Good, me too. And not you. Uh, it, <laughs> <laughs> Vegas. Who's Vegas' star? Uh, Patrick Stone. Stone. I guess Stone would be their star. Okay. Montreal. Uh, right now, probably Toffoli or Caulfield. Islanders. And and they pre-built, they pre-built around them. What I'm uh, saying, what I'm, Barzell. Barzell. What I'm saying is like, Depth wins. You see what I'm saying? Depth, depth wins, but you you don't want your team to be depth. No, and I see what you're saying. There's a happy medium here somewhere, and I think it's that you trade. And you don't Dreisaitl. trade away the fucking pick that has McDavid in it. I'm sorry to say that. Dude, I think you stupid. Do. I hope our listeners attack you. Dude, and I hope I will so be too. One of them. Because guess what? Did Gretzky ever get traded? Yeah, he did. Did Wayne Gretzky get traded? Yeah, he did three times, I think. No, twice. So then what's the difference? What do you mean, what's the difference? He won those cups in Edmonton, and then they got traded because the NHL wanted to make hockey bigger in L.A., so they traded him to L.A. to boost the league. So the NHL traded him? The NHL forced the hand of the Edmonton Oilers to trade Gretzky to L.A. Okay. And everyone knows that because he would have never left Edmonton. You think he would have left Edmonton with the team they had to go to L.A.? Under his own accord? No. But who did he have behind him? Mark Messier. Who does McDavid have behind him? Dreisaitl. Why wouldn't you trade McDavid? Why would you trade? No, I... You know that what I'm saying is making sense. And that's the issue. Is that I know on paper it doesn't... It on paper it shouldn't make sense. On paper, trading Connor McDavid should never... How many the- cups did the Edmonton Oilers win after they traded Wayne Gretzky? Zero. They won one, 1990. Oh, okay, even better. There, so they got a cup. Yeah. Oh, okay. But they had the team that they had after they traded Gretzky was the same team they had before they traded How many are they, they winning with Gretzky. McDavid? How many have they won with McDavid? It doesn't matter. It doesn't, no, 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 that doesn't no, no, fucking no, but matter. That's what, that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about Gretzky. They need to build, they need to build around him. Or, they built or, around Gretzky. They had the fucking... Or you build around Dreisaitl, trade McDavid for more... But Drysaddle McDavid's trade values right now are basically almost the same. They're yeah. So what's the matter? So trade Drysaddle because McDavid's a better fucking player. <laughs> yeah, but McDavid's also more injury prone. How, how many times has he gotten injured since that shoulder? Teams are going after him more. No, Carver, but what I'm, I'm gonna, what I'm, I'm saying gonna is lose what my I'm fucking mind. Part of this is just I just you're fun to rile up. Going back to that 2015 pick, I think there's something to be said for trading that pick. If you're, no, there isn't. Yes, there is. I'm sorry. No, there, there is. To be said. There is. You're too big on loyalty. It's a business. It's about. You're right. It's a fucking business. And McDavid is your fucking huge ticket to be a multi-cajillionaire business. Dude, that's you're true. Gonna trade and, no, and first round exits are the key to winning cups. But in hindsight, 
Not a chance. Okay, no. but then I'm not gonna let you talk for the rest of the fucking podcast. But this is how you're gonna be. You fucking dude. I, and here's the thing: is like I'm not even. I'm not even. I. What are the, what's McDavid doing? He's pissing away his career there. That's not his fault, man. No, it isn't. That's not his but fault. You can get more for him than you can it for Drysaitl. Was... <laughs> <laughs> See, and the thing is, is like you know what I'm saying makes sense in some realm. It okay? There, it that, makes that's sense. All I'm saying. Okay. I'm not trying to... When you haven't won anything with him yet, you signed him to a long-term contract deal. He's not even close to being done that deal, but you're going to trade him away right now because whoop-de-fucking-dah, you just want to fucking... What's him and Dreisaitl's cap hit combined? Like, what are they both making? It's 12 and a half and I think nine and a half. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I thought it was going to hit the ears better, but... Okay, that's just, that's just a lot of money, I guess. It's just... They, man, you know what the thing is? You and me are fighting with this. Edmondson's fucked their team for the next <laughs> seven years. Like, there's a point in time where trading McDavid, you can make an argument for. And that's all I was saying. Is like... Yeah, there's a point in time in the future. <laughs> no. Oh, you but, okay, is, but hey, you, okay, okay, you okay. trade one of those guys. No, no, shut the fuck up. Here it is. Does any team want that cap hit right now? <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo? Can any team right now who is worthy of trading McDavid to, who McDavid will go no. and have a cup, no. can it accept that cap? Exactly. I feel so bad for Connor McDavid. Like, he... He can go to Montreal. Are we going to start that rumor? Oh, fuck yeah, we are. <laughs> Man, Connor McDavid's going to Montreal? Is that what we heard? Connor Mc- yeah, Connor McDavid is right now on the block. Uh, Montreal has a large interest in him trading their first round draft two first round draft picks and uh Tyler Toffoli and let's say fucking Shea Weber. Hey Connor, I think we just fixed your career. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome, Connor. Connor you fucker. Think, man, but right now as it stands, he's either fucked <laughs> or Or he's fucked. Or he's fucked. <laughs> I, it's just like yeah, they can't afford to bring in quality depth guys to help him out. So it's like, oh, okay, well, we'll just pay the next best player on the team $9 million, too. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh. It's like, what about trading? Two players take up 25% of my cap. <laughs> oh, at least. Uh, and are, they, are we paying good goalies, though? Uh, No, we're actually, we got this guy from Russia. Okay, um, all right, they, they got some good goalies. He's 34 years old. Oh. And we signed him to a four-year, $4.5 million contract. So that that's roughly around like thirty two, thirty three percent of our cap gone in three players. Uh, who's our Who's our starter? Oh, uh, Mike Smith. You remember him? Like, like no, the guy who he like had to have retired though, right? No, actually, we, we basically took him out of retirement to come play hockey here. And, yeah. Okay. Well, so those are our two thirds, our second, our third string in our backup. Who's our starter? No, our our third string's this Skinner kid that we drafted a long time ago. Yeah, so... Okay, but you got me some good wingers, right, guys? Yeah, we got uh, James Neal. <laughs> oh. Yeah, like, and, and Jesse Puhuyarvi, He we brought him back from the uh, the Finnish League, the Elijah League. So we're we're looking pretty fucking good. I, I would predict us to win the Stanley Cup this year. Oh. Uh, Kaylor Yamamoto, the draft pick that we had yeah. Yeah, a couple years he's ago. He's gone? Yeah, he, no, he's, he's playing with McDavid. Oh, like he's our first line winger. Yeah. So 
I think we've assembled a team that helps out McDavid as much as possible. I don't think there's anything else. Our top two centers are Dreisaitl and McDavid. So, and they can't play together because if they play together, they don't just be one super line. And, you know, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, but at least we're not paying Dreisaitl anything yet. Uh, nine and a half million dollars. Like, Cap oh, it. like total? Cap it? No, one year. For the next eight years, he gets nine and a half million dollars a year. Average annual value of his contract is nine and a half a year. And then McDavid is twelve and a half a year for the next eight years. And then Miko Koskinen is four and a half for the next four years, actually. So You know what, dude? I think we've I take it back. You don't trade McDavid, you sell the fucking team. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Edmonton. Yeah. Let's get back let's get back to the playoffs. Let's get back to the playoffs because we haven't even talked about the Lightning and Islanders and which I think they were just they played today. Uh did you see who won? I didn't see who won, but I will say while you look that up in NBA news, knowing you're not a huge NBA guy, the Phoenix Suns just completed a sweep of the Nuggets. So they are headed to the Western Conference Finals. Didn't they beat LA? They beat the Lakers, yeah. Yeah, and that's when James walked off the court. Yeah, which a lot of people have a problem with. I didn't. I do. Why? That's interesting, but yeah, why? Well, have you ever seen a hockey player just walk off the ice after he lost the series? He didn't lose. It, it wasn't the series losing game. Oh, it wasn't? No. Oh, I had, I had the... No, 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 no. Uh, it was just, I think oh. it was like game five or something. I think it went to six. Oh, then I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I think they said he went back to the locker room. I mean, the guy is 36, 37. He wants to take a ice bath. He wants to stretch out or a little earlier when they're getting blown out. I I would have I would have had a problem if it was the series ending. Oh, that's game. different, yeah. Like when the when the pistons But if it's Yeah, who gives a fuck? We'll see you next game. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. The guy has how many championships? The guy has how many This is the first time since two thousand ten that neither him or Steph Curry will be in the finals. Fucking good for basketball. That is so Dude, good for 2010. basketball. Two thousand ten. Think about how great that is though. Like that's insane, man. That's greatness, but it's better for basketball that they now have a diversity of teams that are allowed to move on. Yeah, but, but also it's like it's like NHL where it's like, uh oh, the star is gone. That's what people are worried about. LeBron's out of the playoffs. Uh oh. Yeah, but the, I don't know. I think it's better if you just have a, a more selection of teams that make playoffs and go deeper, like Montreal. Like, no, I see what you're saying, and like that's the thing. And like, I think people are in the NHL is like with. Okay, the Leafs out. That's the biggest brand in hockey. Out. McDavid, face of the league. Out. Crosby, been the face of the league. Out. McKinnon, rising superstar. Out. In terms of just like a not dedicated hockey fan, there's like there's just not a lot to watch. And people, which sucks because playoff hockey is, okay. It, it's the best sport. It's pro- It's the best sport to watch. Yep. Super Bowls, a lot of times I find there's a lot of buildup and the game's never that good. Like, it's never it's never like, holy shit. Like, this year was just incredible because Brady won seven and, and they shut the Chiefs down. Like, it was incredible, but it wasn't like, this game is electric. It wasn't like that. They, they didn't shut Holmes down. They shut... The pieces around Holmes now. Mahomes. Mahomes. Mahomes, sorry. Yeah, yeah Mahomes. Yeah, giving me shit for Doogie Hamilton. You're sitting here calling him Holmes. Holmes on Holmes. <laughs> Fucking Holmes. Uh, but, yeah, like, playoff hockey, man, the electricity in the building, it's the best sport to watch. 
you got you basically have to play a half another half season to 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 win the fucking cup that you were playing the regular season oh. to get into the playoffs. And like when when it's when it's Pack Barnes and you see the towels waving in the stands oh. and the glass is shaking, dude. Inject that I've, in me. I've never I've never been to a playoff game in Neither I. the NHL. Neither I. Oh my god, dude! We should go to a playoff. We should go to when when Colorado plays Pittsburgh in the Stanley Cup final. Next year, we should get tickets. I'll fucking I'll I'll sell my my Organs? family to get those. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> went two different ways with that. Yeah, my, my organs definitely yeah, will sell definitely. those. Not my family members. <laughs> no, uh, I would never do that. I like how eager you were about it too. It's completely alarming, but <laughs> but yes, back to. So we got Vegas playing Montreal, and we yeah. got New York, the Islanders playing the Tampa Bay Lightning. And which New York is up one nothing right now. They won the series. Yeah, they went two one. If we get a Montreal New York Islanders final, dude, that's like <laughs> what the fuck. Man, I think I think any combination in the finals right now would be electric to see. But I think a Vegas Tampa Bay final. Oh, I think a Montreal New York Islanders final, dude. That would be the most. If you bet on that at the start of the year, you're set for life. If they if that happens, man, could you imagine it? It's like all of a sudden Barzell gets tripped up and Corey Perry's skating by, and he just <laughs> starts having flashbacks. He goes, "No, no, no." <laughs> he fucking breaks yeah. Barzell's skull. <laughs> he just goes. It's the prophecy. <laughs> I must. And Montreal just won the twenty twenty one Stanley Cup. He's like, he's got tears streaming down his face, and then all of a sudden, his agent—he just sees him in the front row, and his agent just looks at him and goes, "Anything, anything." I'm sorry, Matt. <laughs> and just crushes. It. Yeah, he's holding the cup. Corey Perry gets his second ring, and he's just got tears streaming down his face. Yeah, he's like. I don't deserve I'm it. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry to the families I've affected. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. But, okay, so, you know what's okay? Let's do this. Five guys in the playoffs left who deserve a ring the most. Number one, Carey Price, right? I'll say Carey Price five times. I don't think there's anyone else in playoffs that deserve that cup except for him. Okay, so this segment's dead then. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> No, but, like, seriously, oh, like, yeah, think yeah, about yeah. it. Who... Carey Price. Carey Price is but, Team Canada goalie. Habs goalie for, what, 13 years? Like, yeah. stud. I'd honestly say, I mean, we, we're not doing this with any prior research or thought. No. <sighs> Number two for me. You can't say anyone on the Lightning because they all have fucking cups. I know, and that's why I was having trouble with my next pick. I was going to say Flurry. I know he's got cups. No, but he's got three of them. Why does he need another one? Because look at how good he's playing. Like I'd say Barzell is, he wants should have a cup before he does. I say the Islanders fan base should get a cup before. Yeah, before yeah. Number anybody. two, Islanders fan base. Holy shit! They've been through shit. a lot. They have been through it. Like what was it? The last one was the eighties. Yeah. When they were on that cup run, yeah, the eighties was the last one they had. Which I like how I, I like how. Number one uh, is Carey Price. Both of us, we can agree unanimous. And arguably the last 
the people that deserve it the least are the Habs fans. Do you want to know why? Every time you get into an argument <laughs> with them, they go, we got fucking 26 or 24 rings. Yeah. Yeah. How many of those? Hey, how, many teams, how many teams did you have to play for 30 of those? Five? For 20 of them, I think. Yeah, yeah 20, 20 of them. Sorry. Yeah, 20 of them. Five teams? You had to play five. Yeah, you had to play five other you teams. Five other Shut teams. the fuck up. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, it must have been a real bloodbath. Yeah, and you were the richest team in the NHL, and there was no salary cap, so you just pay whatever player you wanted. Yeah. Imagine if the Yankees had five teams to compete with. You're the biggest brand. Oh, okay, they're just going to pay the best player. Oh, okay, they're just going to win yeah, 20. Oh. Got it. Man, we just drafted this guy out of fucking little, or fucking the young college stud. Amazing. Oh, the Yankees just signed him for a lot more money than what we could. Fuck. So the shittier teams can't get better. <laughs> they, go, okay. they, go to a, they go to a board and they just add a tally. There's like 400 tallies at the time <laughs> yeah. they've done that. Um, yeah, I mean, really just the point of this segment, we're scrapping it. <laughs> is Carey Price deserved a ring. Okay, okay. Here it is. Okay, ready? Yes. Carey Price, Islanders fan base, Matt Barzell. And now here are my two that do not deserve a fucking cup. That do not deserve. Okay. And that is <laughs> Tampa Bay's fan base and my least, the fucking Vegas Golden Knights fan base do not deserve a fucking cup on their... F- any at any moment in time until they've realized real heartbreak or like real adversity. Yeah, they've they've been through nothing. And if you're an, a Vegas fan, you're obviously a bandwagon because you've liked another team before you liked them. So congratulations. The you, only you're Vegas. <laughs> congratulations, Alex would sell you to go to the Stanley Cup final. <laughs> yeah, I would. There would um, be no. There would be the only Vegas fans that can be like, "Fuck yeah, Vegas fan," is you're five years old. I was gonna say if you're two. <laughs> Like, if you were born the day the Vegas Knights were conceived, it's just like, oh, if you were, that's it, you've been born, okay, yeah, you were born into Vegas fandom. If you were born the year that they became a team, but it was before the date that they became a team, you're still a bandwagon. You're a piece of shit, dude. <laughs> hey, listen to me. Anyone who's listening to this podcast that was born before Vegas was created, that's a Vegas fan... I don't care if you're, you're you're thirty or you're four. How long have they been late? Five years? Yeah, two thousand fifteen. Six years. If you're seven, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a seven year old Vegas fan, hey, get a job. No, but it's just like I know. Oh, we're the, we're just if they win the cup, man. I I don't know what I could do with the NHL. Like, oh, like Gary Bettman, man. Like you, you're you're exempting them from the fucking expansion draft it, and then they just win the cup that same year you're gonna be in a lot of heat it kind of makes a lot of heat kind of makes sense no it doesn't you didn't let me fucking finish <laughs> it kind of makes sense except for there should be a rule that's like if there's an expansion within three years of your creation you don't have to but as soon as it hits that fourth year you have to participate in the expansion draft too yeah, and it's like, what are they like? It's not like they don't have an AHL team. They do. They have an AHL team with lots of their prospects. It's not like they don't have a deep team. They don't. It's not like they haven't made the Stanley Cup fucking finals eight years in a row since they fucking been a team. They're a good team. They're a good. Team. Yeah, experience some heartbreak. Exactly. Like I, lose one of your fucking players to the expansion draft. Colorado was an expansion team. They should be exempt from the fucking expansion draft. Yeah. Technically, every team outside the original six should be exempt from this draft. <laughs> 
Which which would be so funny because like Detroit and Toronto would Detroit would still not make the playoffs and Toronto would still fucking suck. Yeah. Yep. And then there'd be Montreal. The Bruins would somehow get better. Like the Bruins, <laughs> yeah, the Bruins. <laughs> they'd end up getting rid of a guy that comes out. He's a convict. Gets arrested. It's yeah. Like, oh, okay. The Bruins are still a fifty-win team. Yeah, they're still the one of the best modern playoff teams in the, and they only have one Stanley Cup. But they're the best modern playoff team. Yeah. It's in this era. Well, whoa, you can't argue it. You can't argue it. I can argue whatever the fuck I want because you know I got facts to argue anything. Your facts are kind of like SRB guarantees where they don't really mean anything. Yeah, because we were supposed to talk about Buffalo. I know. We did, did, (laughs) but we didn't do what we were planning. Okay, next episode. No, 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 no. Don't say that. Why? Because we got some things coming up. True. We do have some things coming up. We're going to wait. We'll wait. We'll sit on that one because with our luck, Jack Eichel will get traded. So we can't do it yet. We're waiting. We're waiting. Patience is a virtue. They so exactly. So keep your fucking head up. Keep your head up to this podcast. All right, Jake Evans podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Hey man, Jake, get better, man. Because that was yeah. I haven't heard anything about you. Not like they were keeping tabs on John Tavares, but I haven't heard anything about you. So I hope you're doing well. (laughs) Yeah, Jake, prayers up. Uh, But yeah, we could report on you. Just give us a text on how you're well, doing, and we'll report. Jake, it. good news is Connor McDavid's coming to your team. <laughs> Connor McDavid's coming We're, to the Habs. Yeah, exactly. Those are our rumors. Yeah. So no, but I think keep 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 your head up. Keep your keep your ears open, eyes peeled. Uh, we got some things in the works. The boys have been grinding. Shout out to uh, producer Nigel. Producer Nigel, shout out! Thank you for making this episode. Hopefully a little better, a little crisper, touching up some some of the little uh, airbrushing, some of the tweaks, I should say. But uh, Hicks, you got you got anything else you want to talk about, man? No, man. I think I'm good. I'm ready for ready for bed. My body just hurts right now, and I need to. You took a pitch to the hammy. Yeah, it's not that. I just haven't played sports in a long time. You know when you like. Yeah, you're exhausted. Well, plus it's a hot, hot ass fucking day out too. Oh man, it was so fucking hot out there. But, uh, no, as always, we appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, you can give us a follow on Instagram at uh, SRB Pod and on Twitter at pod underscore SRB. Follow him at Hicksy Avalanche. Follow me at the Dawn MC on Twitter. Uh, appreciate you guys listening as always. And, and, and as we said last time, got some things in the works here. So just, just stay tuned. Bear with us. Work with us. And, um... With that, good evening. And uh, thank you, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening as always. Yep. From the SRB crew, thank you. Peace out.